Judging dice by moonlight, rolling twenties by daylight. Never running from initiative. We are the ones who play RPGs. Howdy, partner. This is freshman year. The only cowboy-themed D&D podcast that I'm aware of. Now, we find ourselves not at all in a cowboy setting. In fact, it's college. I am your host, Eli, and I am joined by Ashley. Maper B-Haps! Yeehaw! Eric. Oresco's Drygrass. I'm actually a horse. <laughs> Jason? You're Mac Gurglestein. I'm the doctor. And Abby? Wild. And I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for I, wild I'm, silence. I love that. I suppose I'm uh, the frontliner. Abby's primary uh, improv style is okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my first reaction. Like, I, I don't know what to do with this. Okay. This is what we're doing now. So, when we last left off, some stuff happened. Uh, oh, yeah, you guys stuff. fought a mimic and won. Um, you all got... Your your teacher basically handed all of you $100 <laughs> for that. Um, you guys made some friends, and in Ermac's case, a rival. Yeah. Because uh, Ermac only understands gardening from the perspective of, like, growing crops and not from, like, growing just flowers and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. You guys had a frog race that Wild tried to ruin uh, by My refusing logic. to have fun. <laughs> no, I tried too hard to logic it, and it failed. But Maper managed to talk most of the frogs down <laughs> yeah. after they turned into giant monsters. Yeah. <laughs> a delightful moment. My beautiful baby. <laughs> but at both of these instances, you guys found a mysterious black ichor. If it is magical, it was not magical by the time you guys were able to examine it. Thank God for that, because I can't find my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also uh, you brought that stuff to Professor Sharpbeak, the one that paid you guys for beating up a mimic. Um, and she said that she was actually going to take it to one of the Witherbloom deans uh, because they would most likely be very equipped to know what this is. Um, but right now, we are in the build-up. See, all of you share a class, specifically a class labeled uh, Magical Physiologies. And all of you have a an exam coming up on Sladi. Oh boy. Or slat eye. Or salad. I mean, you know. I, I literally in my everyday life, by the way, can no longer say the word salad. I have to call it salad. Salad, yes. Why? It's just years of playing D D and the word slod have infiltrated my brain to the point where I call salad slod. Oh yep. God. <laughs> oh my god. Um now <clears throat> we have 
Oh, I just saw my notes from episode one, Ermac's parents in quotation marks. <laughs> I'm adopted. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm adopted. You sure oh are, God. buddy. You sure are. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so. I mean, I'd be concerned if they birthed a skeleton without any um, flesh. That just kept moving around and growing. Although there was the case of a woman in England who was uh, supposedly giving birth to rabbit and cat parts. Yeah, I remember reading that about that. That wasn't real, though. Okay. Right? That's why he said supposedly. <laughs> yeah. I heard about anyway, that, but I heard she was doing stuff to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, we could go into detail of how that works, I but don't I don't think anybody to. listening. <laughs> no, nobody wants um, to. So let's start with uh, Maper. It's a couple weeks before before your exam. Mm-hmm. You're in between classes. What do you think you're you're up to? I might study a little bit. Okay, I don't so want to disappoint my dad. <laughs> you're in the biblioplex. Yeah. So you are climbing up on the shelves to get a book down. Mm-hmm. As you do. Um, and you hear a familiar voice. It is the voice of Drasimir, the uh, minotaur that you met on your first day. Oh, yeah, the one I offered bugs to. And he says, oh, um, Maper, it's it's Drasimir. Please don't climb on the shelves. Oh, okay. I can, we, we have ladders and such, and also I can just, and he just grabs the book for you. I scuttle down like, oh, thank you. I'm a little too small to reach that. Yes. Um. Um. Are you in a a break? I'm actually I'm actually in a a bit of a uh a, a break myself. I didn't know if you wanted to eat lunch together. You want to have lunch with me? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I got a break. All right. And he leads you over to the um little what you call it area, the like nature part of the library. Yeah. Um, and he has a peanut butter sandwich and some uh, uh, rye grass because he's a cow person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I figured that's why he had those things. Um, and there, there's a very stark difference between the two of you because, you know, Maper is Maper. So you're just like shoving your head into this bag of nuts and berries and bugs. <laughs> yeah. My snacks. <laughs> um, and he's very carefully, like, he's cut his sandwich into four pieces so it can make the least amount of mess. <laughs> he has to adjust his spectacles every oh now and then. God, this is so cute. Um, and he goes, so, um, Maper, what, uh, um, tell me a little bit about your life, about what leads you here. Maper takes his mat face out of the bag and there's a a praying mantis sticking out of his side of his mouth and he sucks it in he's like well I was eating trash out of my dad's trash can one day and he didn't always dispose of his uh, magic real well and I ate it and that's when I became sentient What what is that like? I imagine it's very strange oh it's awful I outlive everything that's like me. Uh, oh. Yeah. 
Um, and he just like very tentatively reaches over and like pats your back. It's also kind of great. I get to go to school and uh, learn things. Is your father very supportive of you being here? Yeah. My dad was real happy to get me out of the house. My hands freak him out. (laughs) And he just sort of like (laughs) stares at your hands for a full three seconds. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Um. All right. I... I do kind of um, empathize with a parent that doesn't really understand you. Really? What's your life like? My parents are very supportive, but they are, um, I believe the colloquial term would be jocks. So they're into sports and stuff? Yes. And I'm I'm actually here. I'm going to be going to... um, Silver Quill. I'm a, a a poet. Okay. Eli, they don't. Me. Did I was I going like... to Silver Quill? I can't. I don't remember. know where you're going. <laughs> you haven't picked yet. Oh, good, good. Okay, cool. I couldn't remember. Well, that sounds really cool. I I really like it, and they they support me, but it is um. They don't really get it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I know what it feels like for someone not to get you. My dad doesn't understand. Well, Maper, I... I think I understand. But, um, I gotta... I, I have to get back to work. It was nice having lunch with you. It was nice having lunch with you, too. Uh, and you go about your studying, and he goes about his job. What does he do? I forgot to ask um, him. He actually works in the student store, I believe. I'm going to double check. Oh, rad. I'll have to go visit him at the store with fancy pants one day. Uh, no, actually, he works at the Biblioplex. He's one of the. He's a student librarian. Okay. I'll bring fancy um, pants to the library with me next time. I mean, I just assumed you had him with you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Shit. Missed opportunities. You uh, uh, stuffed Prismari mascot. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, stuck to your back. And yeah. <laughs> fancy pants on the brim of your hat. I'm a sight to I mean, behold. I think it's, it's safe to assume that everybody has been, like, hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Um, so all of you will have noticed that over the last few weeks, um, Fancy Pants's color has gotten, like, kind of metallic. Um, and I think Oreskos and Ermac would be the ones to really notice that it has, cl- that Fancy Pants has clearly been infused with the same wild magic that powers, uh, Maper's spells. Mm-hmm. And that Fancy Pants is now, functionally, a familiar. Um, but... Arescos, what do you uh, what do you think you're up to on a the equivalent of a Wednesday afternoon? The equivalent of a Wednesday afternoon. Um, I am most likely, given my my predilection, um, for being just absolutely emo. Um, probably 
sitting somewhere just kind of like having it <laughs> Having an existential crisis. No, I'm not having an existential crisis. Uh, like probably sitting under a tree somewhere like outside and just kind of like writing in a journal or something about my <laughs> the pain of existence or <laughs> some other such nonsense. What is what is your uh, passive perception? Uh, my passive perception is going to be a 15 all right, um, you do not notice uh, until she says something that um, uh, Aurora Luna Winstar, uh, Winterstar goes, um, I think you misspelled Abyss. And like, he just kind of like closes the book a little bit. And he says, uh, is it not one S, it's two? I think so. Shit, I've been spelling that wrong for a long time. <laughs> and she plops down. She goes, uh, I heard that uh, you all were at that frog fiasco. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, I, I didn't really want anything to do with it until, you know, one of my friends got involved in it. But yeah, it, it went real bad real fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... That makes sense, honestly. The, uh, you know, the, um, the little, the, the skeleton guy that I hang around with, Ermac? Yeah. Yeah. He got, like, swallowed by one of them. What? <laughs> yeah. It got him, like, halfway into its gullet, and then Maper managed to, like, talk it down, so it kind of spat him out. But that possum's wild, man. Yeah. I don't, like, I've seen, like, awakened animals before. I don't think I've ever encountered one like Maper. Ever. <laughs> I don't really know anything about awakened animals. Like, what's Maper's deal? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like a normal, like, awakening spell, because the Arc Druids of my the city that I live in like they'll they'll awaken animals to you know act as assistants to the druids or to like do sort of jobs and things that that they're really suited to but the thing with Maper is it doesn't seem like it like was on purpose I don't I don't know how to really put it it's almost like it was an accident cuz normally when you awaken an animal like it it has a very specific sort of like idea about what it's supposed to be doing but maper is just kind of all over the place yeah what's up with the frog oh um i guess maper just really likes having the frog around and i guess that whatever weird magic awakened maper has now started to mutate that frog into like some sort of magical creature that's some wild shit. Yeah, I I I got I I don't know for a fact cuz I'm not really up on this kind of stuff, but I'm starting to think that maybe despite the hat and just the robe, I'm starting to think that maybe Maper's not a wizard. And she just starts laughing and goes, "Are you serious? He's a sorcerer." See, 
like I don't know a ton about arcane magic. Like that's not really a thing where I come from. Like we have some arcane magic, but it's not like really a big thing. We're mostly like druids or occasionally like clerics of the nature gods. Like we don't really do the whole arcane magic thing. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, like me myself, I'm a bard and like, you know, <laughs> prestigitation spell the words just sort of float out. <laughs> just being as extra as, as, well, I was going to say humanly possible, but she's a dampier, yeah, so. Vampirely possible. Yeah. Vampirically possible. Yeah. Uh, it's vampiric yeah. possible and she she pats your arm and goes it's i was just teasing you you know normally i would go off base insight but because you're all hormone ridden teenagers i want you to go ahead and roll <laughs> insight for me cool uh insight i'm actually not terrible at that oh uh, that's a 12 let's see i think with a 12 you think she might be flirting with you but you're not positive. Ah, okay. So this is this is well not new territory for Arescos. This is uh, uh, not well tread territory. Uh, so he's kind of like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it was it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that you know if I did that to somebody, I wouldn't think it was pretty funny. But uh, I know it comes from a good place, so you know. It's fine. It's cool. It's the vampire side of me that likes to see people uh, squirm. I'll look at her and I'll, I'll actually look her directly in her eyes. I'll say, I still think it's pretty rad you're half vampire. And uh, she smiles, showing off her fangs. <laughs> Says, uh, well, I gotta go get to band practice. It's nice chatting with you, Oreskos. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll see you around, you know. I'm pretty much going to be hanging out here every day of the week until exams just kind of try to get myself together for that well don't spend too much time in the sun it'll ruin your whole vibe <laughs> yeah i don't want to get too much of a tan this is my favorite part of running games for eric is getting to flirt with him <laughs> i'll tell you what i'll tell you what it is funny because uh like it it you know, you don't really hear it so much on here because this is very like we're doing an actual play, but we're doing an actual play in sort of the context of a very specific situation. But like if you listen to e even the old episodes that we play RPGs or if you listen to any of our like sessions that we would have normally, you would be absolutely amazed at the amount of time we spend <laughs> as individuals role-playing romantic situations between one another. <laughs> My favorite one was when Jason and I had to pretend to be a husband and wife in a Dresden Files game. That's right. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. No, I, I have uh, pretended to kiss Eric so many times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only because he says I can't kiss him for real. That is true. <laughs> Um, Ermac, what do you think you're up to yeah. on the equivalent of a Tuesday morning? Well, you said exams were coming up soon, right? Next few weeks. Next few weeks. I think Ermac would be, um, trying to study to make sure that he, uh, is, is, uh, doing what he needs to do for his mom and dad to make them proud. All right. So you are, um, sitting in one of the many study rooms. Uh, in the Biblioplex when a uh, 
a human walks in. He has the same, you know, sort of generic robes that all freshmen have. Um, except his are exquisitely tailored. Uh, and he carries okay. himself like somebody who can walk in anywhere he wants. Like, can just go anywhere he wants to go. Oh, okay. Okay, I get you. Um, but he... Uh, he sits down across the table from you and he pulls out a notebook and a pencil. And he goes, Hi there, you're Ermat Gurgelstein? Well, yes. Y- y- yes, I am. Grayson Wildemere, pleasure to meet you. And he holds his hand out. Shake his hand. It's a pleasure to meet you too. I like meeting new people. And he, he like jots something down on his notepad and he goes, uh, I'm actually one of the columnists for the Strixhaven Star, uh, and I have a few questions, if that's all right. Uh, sure, I guess, yeah. So first off, you were involved in both the Mimic Attack and the Giant Frog Incident? Yeah, I got eaten by one of them frogs. Oh, that's That's interesting. Was that... Being a skeleton, was that painful? It was a little tingly, but I mean, I wouldn't describe it as pain, per se. I'll be honest with you, Ermac. I'm more concerned about what your whole deal is. Uh, Oh, Skeletons on campus, not unusual to see at all, but a skeleton student, as far as I can tell, has never happened before. Well, uh, I awoke in a, in a dungeon. Well, an old temple, really, but, you know, one of those dungeons. And, uh, well, everyone else around me was dead, and I had no memory of who I was when I was alive or anything. So I just kind of wandered out, and the only thing I had was... This and I will uh, pull out my uh, broken holy symbol that I've kind of gl- basically glued back together. <laughs> He's taking notes and he goes, "Hmm. So where did you go from there?" Oh, I just wandered to the nearest town and started looking for somewhere to stay. And uh, these two very nice people, Mom and Pa, took me in. Ma and Pa. So you're mm-hmm. kind of like their child. Yeah, yeah, they adapted me. Interesting. So, you described being eaten as like a tingling sensation, so you can physically feel things. Oh yeah, your hands were real clammy. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, can you smell or taste? Well, I don't really need to eat that much, so I haven't really tried, but I could definitely smell. Hmm. And obviously you can see and hear and speak. Oh, yeah. So what's it like being the only known sapient skeleton? With that, Ermac will, like, take a pause and just think for a couple seconds. Stare off into the middle distance. Stare off into the middle distance. And he'll say, you know, I really haven't thought about it before. Um, You know, I just want to show that 
you know, it doesn't matter what you're made out of or whether you're alive or unalive or undead or, or whatever, you know, as long as you're here to, you know, uh, try and better yourself, then that's good enough. You know, why does it matter that I'm a skeleton? You know what? That's a good point. <laughs> he drops his quill. <laughs> yeah. He, like, tries to twirl his quill in his hands and just throws it on the floor. Um, Ermac, I like you. You seem like good people. He shakes your hand again. He says, uh, I've got other places to be, more people to talk to. You have a good day. Ermac just nods like, yes, friends, friends. I'm just imagining that conversation going something like this. So what's it like being the, the only known sapient skeleton? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. It fills me with an unnerving sense of existentialism and ennui. I actually wrote down Ermac avoids an existential crisis. <laughs> oh, yeah, because like he's oblivious to all of that. I'm just a fun-loving skeleton. Yeah, that's it. Wild, what do you think you're uh, up to in between classes, or maybe your classes are done for the day? Okay, uh, just because that exam and magical, magical physiology is coming up, he would be studying, because he desperately does not want to go back home. <laughs> Alright, um, you're in the biblioplex when... Uh, you haven't formally met her, but you are familiar with her because she, you know, cleans up and all that stuff. Or actually, hold on. Um, she is a frequent referee for the Silkball games. A uh, female gnome. Um, you only know her as Rosie. Um, her full name is Rosa Miffinbip Was Fedlums, but she prefers to go by Rosie. Uh, I can't imagine why. And uh, she hops up onto the table, like sitting on the table right next to where you're studying, and says, uh, Wild, that's good to see you. What are you doing here? No, it's in a book that doesn't seem like you. One of the librarians, shh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Oh, hey, Rosie. Yeah, I have an exam coming up in magical physiology. I don't want to fail. Ah, none of us want to fail. I'd never hear the end of it. But, you know, I've been noticing that you get a lot of yellow cards when you're playing Silk Ball. And I was thinking, what if you took some of that time, some of your free time here, and you were to join the live-action role-playing guild with me? I'm interested. Well, obviously, we don't use real weapons. Uh, some of the conjuring students go ahead and make some up for us. They look very real, but they don't kill you. And unlike those nerds that do her historic reenactments, <laughs> that do it for you, Eric. As someone who has done SCA, yes, it does actually. <laughs> uh, that that is that is almost well, too real. <laughs> SCA, isn't that Student uh, Council of America or something uh, like no, that? No, it's uh, Society for Creative Anachronism. It is uh, essentially uh, historical LARP, but with, real, but with real steel weapons. Like, not sharp ones, but like you wear real armor and you have real steel weapons. Yeah. That's rad. 
Uh, okay. No, but Rosie goes on and says, um, sound like those nerds. These stories can play out any way you want them to. More or less. But we do get to hit each other with fake swords. I am very interested. I uh, put the book down and like cross my fin- like cross my hands. Whatever that is. Well, we've got about uh, and she looks at her wrist, no what no watch and says uh we've got about 15 minutes before our next game starts. Well, I guess we should be get going. Yes. And you guys head off to go hit each other with fake swords. Listen, this sounds like fun. <laughs> um, real quick before we get into the next interlude, Eli, what was the full name, Luna's full name? Because I've just got her down as Luna. I would like to. Oh, her full um, name. her first name was Aurora. Aurora. Aurora Luna Winterstar. Winterstar. Thank you. This is the most my immortal shit. I love it. Yeah, that is her stage name, not her real name. Uh, yeah. You have no idea what her real name is. No, I do not, because I failed my history check. Yep. <laughs> um, but speaking of checks, it is time for the exams. Yeah. It has begun. So, yeah. the way that exams work... I don't test well. You don't do a lot of things well. Oh. That's not true. You're good at lots of things. Harsh. Okay, thank you. <laughs> For being nice. Well, we're being recorded, so I have to. <laughs> oh, you bitch! <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can never catch a break. <laughs> I, I'm gonna end up Asha. cutting this, um, or maybe I won't. I'll leave my crimes heard to the world. <laughs> Saturday night, Better. I was over at Ashley's, and uh, we're heading upstairs to oh, bed. Shit. And I turned the hall light off, <laughs> and she was ahead of me on the stairs. But I just kept walking, just very calmly walking up the stairs, freaking Ashley out more and more and more. She f- I crouched out, crouched down and turned on my flashlight on my phone. To and get then the I had contest. to catch her because she didn't expect me to be so close behind her. And she almost fell down the stairs. And then she runs into her room and climbs underneath the blanket. The lights still are not on. And she's too scared to turn the light on because she's been whining too much and telling me to turn the light on so she couldn't hear where I am in the room. <laughs> and finally, I am just right up against the bed and she's turned her flashlight off again for some reason. <laughs> and she's just like holding me and whining and telling me to turn the light on. No, I went to go do that and then you... Oh, that's at right. Me. You went to and grab I, me and sorry. then I made a big crow noise. Yeah. <laughs> then I turned the light off. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> it's a it's a delightful time for me. So, your options when it comes to this exam are you can study or not study. And as far as studying goes, you can choose to uh, pull an all-nighter or not pull an all-nighter. And if you are studying, you tell me what skill you are using to help you study. 
Um, this could even be a performance check in that you are creating some sort of mnemonic device, like a little song in your head to help remember facts. And the point of that, of studying, is that uh, if you get a success on whatever skill roll you make to study, you get a re-roll during the testing phase. Um, the tests themselves have very specific skills that you have to use, but uh, if you pull an all-nighter, you have a level of exhaustion, which means you have disadvantage on your uh, testing checks. Um, I'm not pulling an all-nighter. Um, so, here's a, a a good question. Who is studying? I'm studying. Yep, I'm studying. I am studying. See, this is this is a tough one, because Oreskos does want to study, but he also is having... <laughs> he's also having this kind of weird thing where he's like, uh he's he's having he's he's conflicted because now he has this person that is showing interest towards him and now he has to think to himself yeah but i'm supposed to have an arranged marriage though <laughs> so now i have to be like i have to wonder how existential this is there get. there is uh, also an extra layer to that in that this person showing interest in you is also curious about maper and studying with Maper means you might be able to learn more about him, which means you'd have more of an excuse to talk to this person. That is true. Let me see how smart I am. Maper's like some <laughs> sort of wooden pelican on your coffee table. It's just a conversation starter. Maper <laughs> is a coffee table. Oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so I rolled an 18 intelligence check. Yeah, I, I would I would kind of piece that together. I'd be like, well, this is okay. It's smart All to right. study. Yeah. Because yeah. it means that you'd get to put off your uh, engagement longer. And also, yeah. you could hang out with Maper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's the it's the um, beautiful mind numbers yeah. just flying. <laughs> it's, it's numbers, but it's just like liars and possums and like <laughs> grass. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, the picture of a guy eating a hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know who that yeah. guy is. You've never seen him before. He says something about Tuesday and... Uh, okay. that's a joke that nobody but me got. No, I I got it. <laughs> I, it's just that no I honestly like. Get it. <laughs> I was getting ready to say we're talking about a cartoon that I don't think I've seen on television in twenty years that came out in the forties. Yeah. So like, my dad was yeah. showing my oh, nieces what? Popeye. It's a reference to Popeye. Uh, yeah. okay. Um, my dad was showing my nieces and had to go on YouTube to show them. Uh, but anyway, so you are all, I, I assume you're all studying together. I mean, you're friends and you have the class together. I mean, yeah, that would make sense. And it's funny because I keep trying to slip these little, like, these little things in there where I try to, like, kind of ascertain exactly what the nature of Maper's existence is. Because <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, so, you know, this, you've. Your powers don't seem to be like wizardly in nature, so like, and I'm just like trying to figure out, like, you're a sorcerer. You're trying so. not to say outright, "Hey, Maper, what the fuck is your deal?" <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so technically, <laughs> all of you will have you have you still have to tell me what you want to roll 
like which skill you want to use as part of your studying. Um, but technically, because you're all studying together, you will all have advantage. But because Oreskos is distracted, I will say you just roll flat. And this is, this is magical physiology. I, mm-hmm. I think I know what I'm going to use in terms of my skill check. All right. Well, let's start with Oreskos then. Uh, I was thinking about using uh, the medicine skill to use my um, actual like natural knowledge of medicine to basically like talk about various you know processes and magical physiology and these things and like talk about the things that i know and then we could have like a little round table discussion where we all share information that we know so. all right i like that i think that's a good good role to go with all right so what that is the- sorry 19 19 Magical physiology. The class is magical physiologies, but you can use any skill you want to as long as you can explain to me like how you're using it. Um, And a 19 is a success, so Oreskos has one reroll to use during the testing phase. Hey, Um, what about Maper? You said we could use performance. Yeah, if you want to. I don't even know how I would use it though. Um, Well, then use whatever you think would work. Uh, I can arcana. Okay. Right? You can use arcana. He says magical physiology. Yeah. Okay. How do I say arcana? I've never done that. I've been listening too much, Brendan Mulligan. Uh, but you do have advantage right. to okay, take cool. the higher of two. The arcana arcana debate has been one that's been going on in the Dungeons and Dragons community since 4th edition came out. I know. Out, so. I always say arcana, but <laughs> I've never corrected someone for saying arcana. 14? 14 is a success. You have one reroll to use during the Yay. testing phase. I will, however, I, I have gotten a lot better about correcting people for saying Gollum, yeah. but it does great on me a lot. And it's the only, like, pronunciation of word thing that does genuinely bother me, and I don't know why. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those because... things where, like, if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, like, the character Gollum, and then you have Golem, which is the, you know, construct... It's like, so we're talking about a fantasy setting. What are you talking about? Like some little like emaciated yeah. halfling thing, or are you talking about a construct? It, it's made also out of stone? I did learn. I spent a semester learning Hebrew, and if I remember correctly, the Hebrew word for golem is like ham, you know, something like that. So it's it's in my ear. No, that sounds like holm. But for somebody else, it might be ha m. It, it, it's a thing. Yeah, it's it's it, the differences in the frictives that are used in the language in Hebrew versus yeah, English. Yeah, and it, it's been twelve years, sixteen years since I learned Hebrew, so I don't know jack or shit. Uh, but uh, what about Ermac? What do you think Ermac is doing to help study? Ermac's going to be pulling an all nighter, uh, and he's going to be doing Arcana. Arcana. All right. Um, so it is a tricky thing. I think technically the fatigue from All Nighter is because you didn't sleep, but I think here it is just the mental fatigue of studying for like 16 hours straight. Oh, yeah. Like, Ermac's not very smart, so it, it takes him a little bit extra. Yeah. Um, and actually, hold on. Let me. Um, so. If you succeed on this roll, you do have advantage, but if you succeed on this roll because you pulled an all-nighter, you will have two re-rolls during the testing phase. Cool. 
10. You got a 10? Yeah. With advantage? Yeah, I got a 9 and a 6 on the dice. Arcana's plus 1. Okay. So. You did not succeed. Mm. Yeah. So you just have disadvantage on your rolls for the exam. Ermac's trying way too hard, reading into everything more than he needs to. Yeah, you're doing that thing that people do with uh, studying a lot, where you're just studying everything. And it's like, well, that's not helpful. It's very much the floor is made of floor. Yeah. Kind of. Hmm. What is the floor made out of? Floor. What about um, uh, Wild? Are you just like doing push ups uh, and reciting facts to yourself instead of counting? Yeah, basically. All right. He has to be moving and doing things. So I like, think that could be athletics. It's <laughs> <laughs> over in the but corner. That's the thing is like part of the rules in this, and I think it makes sense, is that it doesn't have to be an intelligence based skill. It's just use the skill to describe how you are doing that to help you study. He's like, uh, you know, throwing like the bouncy ball against the wall in, in his dorm room, slash doing push ups, slash like, you know. Well, are you studying Doing, with like, everyone small, else, or are you studying by yourself? Um, he's studying with everyone else. Cool. He's like doing like weird little like exercises while reciting facts himself underneath his breath. It's very tiring to <laughs> everyone doing, else. Bur- you're doing see burpees, him. and you're and you're like the slot life cycle begins with the embryo. <laughs> it's implanted into the host. Oh, stitch! <laughs> Just really quickly <laughs> saying yeah, sentences basically. every time you come up. Um, yeah. so go ahead and roll athletics. You have advantage. Oh, thank God. Uh, so that's a 20. Rad. A dirty one, but still a 20. Uh, so yes, you also have one reroll to use during the testing phase. Um, Woo! <laughs> so you all... It is very... It, the weirdest part about exam day is that somehow Ermac looks tired. The lights are dim and his eyes are much dimmer than they normally are. Yeah, like when his, when his Ermac, is when Ermac speaks, I think it's very easy to tell that he's tired. Like you can hear the tiredness in his voice. Mm-hmm. But it's the way that somehow, as a skeleton, he looks tired. Shoulders hunched, head hanging low. You somehow have the uh, the papyrus from Undertale kind of thing, where like the eyes change shape despite the fact that you're just a made of bone. Yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining him with like glowy eyebrows. Um, so one important thing before we get into the, ex- the the testing phase of exams, you can try and cheat. However, if you are caught, you automatically fail. Nope, Maper's not. That's just not in Maper's nature. He's not going to cheat. Hey, I'm true neutral, so. What's true neutral? Is that like basically it, uh, nothing? True, it's just kind of meh, whatever. True neutral is, is essentially you do what's best for you at any given time. Yeah, I would say oh. most people okay. are true neutral. You're not necessarily a selfish person, but it's pretty easy to justify selfish actions to yourself. Okay. Uh, I, I would say most people are true neutral because I always imagine true neutral is benign but not good. Yeah. Okay. You're you're basically you're you're doing what's best for you at any given time. Like in a situation, you will choose the option that is best for you at the time. Sometimes that could be something that's selfish, sometimes it could be something that's selfless. It just really depends on the situation. Yeah. Um 
And you might even be, because it's not chaotic neutral, you're probably thinking a few steps ahead. So you might be like, oh, well, I have to do this because otherwise people are going to think I'm a dick. Um, but, so the first part of the exam is a multiple choice questionnaire. So, blocked my thing there. This is an intelligence arcana check. Uh, Jason, you are rolling with disadvantage. Yeah. You said intelligence? Yes. So, basically the only reason I said intelligence arcana is because there are some instances where you're going to be using that same skill, which some of you are proficient in, but a different ability for it. Okay. Um, and I can either choose to to roll whatever way on this. Like uh, with one, I have one roll with advantage. No, you have one test? re-roll. Oh, one. So re-roll. you're going to have to make okay. two rolls for the test. You don't have advantage or disadvantage, but you do have one re-roll. Uh, so what did Maper get on the multiple choice? Twelve. All right. And what about Arescos? Well, so. Arescos not being a really great. Oh, actually, no. I rolled it better than I thought I did. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing in the dice log. It was eighteen. Sorry. Um, Ermac. I, I thought I rolled a four again. <laughs> Six. Six. And uh, Wild. Wild got a fifteen. 15. All right. Ermac is the only one to fail the first part of the test. Um, so everyone else is remembering things like slods are, uh, slotty are aberrations for their, known for their regenerative abilities and magical resistance. Resco specifically, you remember that, uh, only green, gray, and death slotty can shapeshift. Um, but only red slotty can, uh, implant embryos. Um... And Delicious. Ermac completely er- forgets. Ermac's confused salad with, with slot. Well, you keep calling them slods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's a multiple choice test, so you're just picking the wrong thing. Like, it, you know, it's a, hey, is it a red slot or a green slot that is able to reproduce by implanting uh, eggs within humanoids? And you're like, oh, obviously a green slot. Yeah. Green is life. Yeah, green is life. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Um, but next up is the essay portion. The specific essay is about uh, commonly accepted ways to keep Slotty calm during unexpected encounters. And this is an insight check. Oh, I'm good at those. Oh, I'm not good at those. What is happening right now? What did Oreskos get? Are you complaining? <sighs> I get you. Uh, modified, I got a 21. Nice. Uh. What did Maper get? I re-rolled and got a one. Okay. Well, what was your other roll? A two. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. What did what did Ermac get? So, I have to... I got a one, but on the first dice I rolled, I rolled a 20, and on the second one, I rolled a one. You poor bastard. <laughs> um, What about Wild? Wild got another 15. Nice. Um... So, Ermac, you failed. Uh, This means you are on academic probation. Um, So you are not allowed to attend any of your club activities or uh, any job you might have. 
Um, so that extra D4 that you would normally have because of your club activities, you no longer have. You also did not get any what they're called student dice, which is a D4 that can be added to specific skills. So, uh, Maper, everybody else passed. Uh, Oreskos and Wild, however, aced the test. Maper, you have one student die, which is a D4 that you can roll to add to any Arcana or Insight check. But you only get the one. So once you use it, it's gone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, however, because Oreskos and Wild aced the exam, uh, you two have two student dice that can be used to add a d4 to either an Arcana or an Insight check. Um, but then... So you all, for the most part, had a pretty good time. Ermac, I think you've learned that pulling an all-nighter might not be the best plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ermac's just real disappointed in himself and his decisions. Yeah, Oresco's, you notice that Ermac isn't at the uh, horticulture club anymore. And, you know, you find oh. out that he's on academic probation. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll kind of, like, swing by wherever he's staying at, and I'll be like, you know, try to like <laughs> comfort him a little bit and be like, Hey man, you know, it, it happens to the best of us. I mean, if you, you know, you ever need some help, like I can, I can help you out. I, I know a little bit about this stuff, you know, I, I appreciate your, your offer, but I think, I, I don't know. I think I'm just going to try and take it easy for the next couple days. I think I made my, I don't have a brain, but what, what, whatever <laughs> is allowing me to think, I, I think I broke whatever that was. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take it real easy for the next couple days. So I did. All right. Oh, I did forget to mention. It's not actually important, but it is included as part of the thing. Is that your uh, magical physiology's professor is a Witherbloom professor specifically? Um, but her name is Varelda Lang. And she is a dryad. Uh, and for anyone who... What did you say your name was uh, again? Varelda Lang. And for anyone who doesn't know, a dryad is a tree person. Um, they look like an elf or something, but they also look like they are made out of bark and wood and their hair is like leaves and stuff. Yeah, Ermac's uh, yeah, just kind of emo mope. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. Just, I'll, I'll be like, all right, buddy. Well, if you ever want to go like... Get some like tea or something. Just let me know, and we'll we'll head over there. Okay, thank you. I'll I'll probably be doing that in a little bit whenever you're not busy. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Which is this this whole thing is a total personality flip because like <laughs> normal or normally Ermac's like, yeah, everything's so shiny and happy. Let's go be friends. And I was like, oh, life's a pain. Ermac is experiencing what always happens to people who are primarily like toxic positivity. Exactly. But um, it's maybe a couple weeks after this first exam. Um, you're all just sort of milling about on the central campus chatting when uh, a few students you guys recognize... Um, for Wild, the owlin that's on the Silk Ball team with you, uh, is just like rushing past you, and all but all of you are hearing these like cheers of excitement 
Uh, and I think... I think Oreskos, you're the most... Uh, you would be the most aware of time mm-hmm. out of uh, everyone else. You know that it's probably about 6 p.m., which means the Bow's End Tavern is open. And you actually see Aurora walking past. and She says, uh, hey, Oreskos, how was your exam? Oh, it went really well, actually. I was... I don't know. It, it, I didn't think I would be doing very good, but for some reason it just kind of clicked, you know? Yeah, that's pretty rad. Hey, I'm heading over to Bo's End. You guys want to come? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd like to go. You guys want to You guys want to come with? It's the whole group. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Brad. Neighbor's like, yeah, I'll go to the inn. It's the inn, right? It's or tavern. the tavern. Tavern. I'll go to the tavern. You know, I actually heard they got some uh, kinda... wizard gizzard machines. What's that? They're these uh, really rad. So normally, what they are are uh, like ways for the teachers. You know those things that they have in some of the class where the teacher is like helping you guys, uh, helping the students learn how to use their uh, targeted spells. And you guys are familiar with these machines. You basically have to hit the machine in the right spot, and the way that you know you hit it in the right spot is this like brightly colored orb comes out of it. And Aurora goes, well, when they kind of start to break down, they give them to the tavern, and it's like a game. You know, you have to hit it just right, and the orb that comes out of it lands in the goal, and whoever gets the most wins. But we call them gizzard machines because they kind of make a squawking noise. Oh, like a chicken. Exactly. Come on. I let's like go play. chickens. <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagine that Maper says, I like chickens, and just like opens slowly. I was just going to say he was salivating. I was just going to say he says, I like chickens, and starts salivating at the bell. I, I, like, irises get real big, like dilate real big. Real and big Maper and just shiny. like blinks one eye at a time. Just. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, whenever stuff like this happens and Maper's excited, I just imagine anime sparkles. You just start yeah. sparkling. It's it's exactly yeah. what Eric described, but also anime sparkles. Yeah. Yeah, just so, sort of a multicolored background, like a gradient. It's kawaii creepy. Um, kind of like, this is off topic, but I saw that came across my, my feed. A kawaii Ouija board. I saw that. Kawaii <laughs> board? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so we can now have our horrors, movies, and kawaii. <laughs> Listen, I don't need uh I to like clash that much. <laughs> well, join forces really. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eli. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean we're not that far off track. Yeah. Um the Bozen Tavern is huge. Uh the bar itself seats um looks like maybe three or four dozen people. That's insane. Um, there are there is enough room in this tavern for more than a hundred students. Uh, and there's but also they don't have fire code. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is also patio seating for probably another fifty people. There's the main dining hall. Um, there is sort of the overflow seating. So the main dining hall has all the tables and the bar and everything, and then up a 
up maybe three or four steps is like overflow seating, uh, which puts you much closer to the kitchens. And there are a couple of back exits and a lot of entrances. But, uh, um, yeah, so there's stuff there. Uh, obviously, they sell booze and the like. Ermac is going to go to the bar. And I don't know what anybody else is doing, but Ermac's going to go to the bar. Hi there. Um, Can I have your uh, most... Uh, delicious beverage, please. They're gonna give me the fanciest cocktail. Is it just gonna spill over the floor? Well, I guess we're oh, you think he's out. gonna drink it? <laughs> uh. You think he's gonna try and drink it? Um, you actually see the that same Owlin student who told you guys about the frog race. Uh, Javanish is behind the bar. Hmm. Um, he's a male Owlin. And, uh, he goes, sure, man. Uh, like, I really like cidery stuff myself. Um, are you, like, looking for something sour or, like, malty? Are you looking for some liquor? Are you more of, like, a coffee or a soda kind of person? Uh, Ermac's gonna think on that and then say, something malty, yes. I don't remember what malty tastes like. Oh, God. Sure thing, man. likes IPAs. Yeah, he gives you an IPA. Um, All right. (laughs) It's four copper. Four copper, okay. You gonna start wearing a slouchy beanie and a plaid shirt, too? (laughs) Oh, God. So so what Ermac does is he he tries to take a sip of it first. And it just immediately spills. Spills Uh, on the floor. I'm imagining the sound of your teeth banging up against the cup <laughs> yeah and it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> that's awful yeah that happens and then uh because i have brewer supplies and it's one of the few things i have for my uh life before i died used to be a dwarf that's right uh so i'm going to actually uh, uh i'm going to use my brewer supplies to examine the drink that i got Unzies. okay i mean it seems to be well made but uh, near the area where you are, you see that um, along one side of the main dining room, uh, tables and chairs have been shifted to create this like big rectangular open space. Um, on one side of the space is a single table that's flush up against the wall. Uh, and there are these boxel- boxes with like funnels protruding out of them. And 20 feet opposite that table is a small bucket on the floor. Uh, and Aurora tells you that those are the wizard gizzard machines. Uh, and before we play wizard gizzard, this episode is over. Hey. Oh. oh. So, uh, Ashley, do you have anything to say for yourself? I never have anything to say for myself. I try to defend myself. Anyway. <laughs> um, Yes. Plugables. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under the handle AmCosplayQueen, and maybe there'll actually be some cool stuff on there of cosplay making soon. Yay! What about you, Eric? Where can I find you? You can find me nowhere because I don't maintain an internet presence, because not because I believe in the deep state, but because I'm an old man. But I do have a word of wisdom Uh, as I always try to, which is uh, if you are speaking to a centaur, remember that you are speaking to a clothed human and a nude horse. 
That's it. What if they're wearing a camisole or whatever the thing? Nope. The blanket. <laughs> a, compa- a comparison? Nope. <laughs> like the blanket thing. They can't wear pants. Yeah, that's they, that's called a comparison, and and it's not technically clothing. Oh. It's just a yeah. covering. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So what? clothed human nude horse. What about you, Jason? Well, that was a bit of a existential thing for me. Uh I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's Aerosil Space Prime. I've got some stuff on it, but I don't keep it up to date. So, you know, if you like video game stuff, check it out. If you head over to WePlayRPGs.com and go to the Support the Show tab, you can find all kinds of ways that you can help us keep this show running, uh, including the Patreon, which when you subscribe to, you get all of our episodes one day early. Uh, plus, you get access to our unmasked talkback episode for the Primecast. Uh, we do we don't do one of those for these because I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> and as for me, I'm all over the place at Grumpy Badger Dice uh, and also online at royalartisanprops.com. Um, and I am also breathing very gently while leaning over your bed when you're asleep. Bye. Just like Ermac. Bye. Tune in next time for more centaur facts.